Weekly Lost Podcast, episode number 147. Hey, cool, you fixed it. Don't expect anything. The chances of getting a signal are slim at best. Static's good, right? No. Reception is good. Wait, what's that? It's Russo's signal. Oh, crap. But this radio has a wider bandwidth. <laughs> That's what you call a party in a podcast. Hold it! Stop, do you hear that? Welcome to the weekly Lost Edition of the Generally Speaking Production Network. Now, here are your hosts, Stephanie and Cliff. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Weekly Lost Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And we are here to discuss with you tonight our review of Season 4, Episode 6 of Lost, also known as The Other Woman. Right. <laughs> what do you want me to say? Nothing. You can you say whatever you want. We're, okay. We want to say a special thank you to TalkShu for hosting our live event here on the internet with all of our friends from the community that have joined us in the chat room. Welcome to the show to each and every one of you. And also we want to thank TalkShu for providing the bandwidth for the Weekly Lost Podcast. Totally. Right, how do I get that? How do I get that link? You just oh, okay. Me? So for those of you who are in the old TalkShoe client, I just posted a link to the show notes for today. Copy you want right to, you just want to right click on that little bubble and it'll say copy gotcha. and then you paste it right in your browser. For those of you in the web client, uh, it should be just a link for you. So, That's all right. That's what I'm usually in and you made me get into this funky well, the th- little thing and now I have to go back and forth. The so. thing is the funky little thing is a lot more stable and secure and you'll be bounced out of the chat room a whole lot less. So I thought that I would do you that honor today of, of keeping you informed in the chat room so you could see, you could stay on top of everything that's going on in the community during the show. Okay. How about that? Well, that was really cool in theory, but now I can't follow the chat because I can't do my notes and, and the chat room next to each other. And I have a very difficult time following that chat room because when people start changing the color of their bubbles and... Oh, okay. So, so. why don't you do this? Why don't I'm you go ahead and... I'm just not going to follow it. I'll check it every now and then. Okay. You could do that as well. I was going to suggest maybe you could close that. Go ahead and open up the other one, but... You do whatever you want because you know what? Because I'm going to do it anyway. You're going to do it anyway. It's your computer and you're over there and it's not going to bother me. No, it's not. Not and, at all. And so, uh, folks, don't be talking about Stephanie behind her back because she will come over and check every now and then. I will. All right. So we are here to discuss our review of The Other Woman. And you know what? I was searching and scouring the internet today. I mean, I I went to like I went far east, far west, I mean north and south. I was all over the internet. Actually, I I just checked out the gspn.tv/forum and the law section there and and I did browse through some of the stuff over at the fuselage and and pretty much limited it there. But it, but I well, I spent a lot of time on the both of those forums and I did find a few things that I maybe didn't really give a lot of thought during the episode and okay. I'm glad I kind of ran, ran through a couple of things. Now, of course, we had some listeners that called in mm-hmm. and uh emailed us a bunch of stuff. And you know what? I have not previewed any of the listener feedback. Okay? And I do have lots of notes. And so to avoid us going through all the details of some of the things that we missed that are interesting and insightful and all those things and then only to go to the listener feedback to have them tell us the same thing over again. 
why don't we do something we haven't done in a very long time and start with listener feedback. Yes. Colonel Locke, is this line secure? Line secure, go ahead. Hey, Cliff, Stephanie, Toy. This is Michelle from Texas. This is Kim from Indiana. Josh from California. Jennifer from Florida. Sam in Tucson. Kimberly from California. Paul in Memphis, Tennessee. Listener feedback. Target area is acquired. We are a go. Roger that. Okay, folks. Uh, now, Stephanie, can you do me a favor? Can you tell me what date did Lost air on? Do you know? The first? No, the, no. This, this episode. What is today's date? Today, today is the... is the 8th. Okay, so it would have aired... Saturday, so on the 6th? It aired on the 6th. Okay. Um, now, the first episode, or I'm sorry, the first uh, feedback came in on the 5th. So this was before... So this is for the constant. Yes. So, or maybe they or, were predicting mm-hmm. what was going to happen in the other woman. So here's the first caller. Hi, this is Risa from London, and I'm calling about uh, the show Lost. I actually just realized something very interesting that I, I haven't heard in any of the podcasts before, and it is the fact that uh, Desmond, when he goes back to 1996, he doesn't realize anybody because he wasn't supposed to be on the island before. And um, on the last scene of the show, when he calls Penny, he says, I've been on an island, so his memory's back. And I think he's all right now. So this is my comment. And um, I love the show. And i talk to you guys soon. Bye. Rita, thank you so much. And did you know she called us all the way across the pond? I, I heard. Well, yeah, I know. She but said that. I, she did say that. <laughs> but the truth is, it's that some folks from across the pond over there in the UK, they record audio comments and then attach them to emails. She actually made the long distance phone call. Really? Yeah. So thank you very Absolutely. much. Absolutely. That is you. totally awesome. Just so you know, we have covered the that uh, in, I don't remember if it was the re- initial reaction to the constant or if it was the full review, but we did talk about how odd it was that he immediately did regain his memory uh, when once he made that connection with his constant in the future with, with Penny. Uh, so we did have that conversation, but um, thank you for calling in and, and feel free, Rita, anytime you want, because we love to hear the British accent. Absolutely. So you call in as often as you want. And uh, next up, now this one did come in on the 6th. I'm just not sure if it came in before or after the episode, but let's go ahead and play it now. Hey, Cliff and Stephanie. This is Soap from Kalamazoo, just calling in reference to the Weekly Lost podcast. And as I was listening to your podcast uh, from this week from The Constant, I had some uh, thoughts about what water or rain may have to do with uh, the overall show, and potentially uh, time travel. Um, and I'll be a little bit more specific. Um, we've got a couple of instances in the episode where uh, we do some rain and water. Uh, Desmond in the military, certainly it's raining uh, quite a bit in that scenario. And then uh, jumping back to a time where he meets Widmore right after the auction, and Widmore leaves the water running. Um, you know, Obviously, there's also been a lot of um, tropical rainstorms and such on the island. Um, and things of that nature. So just wanted to see if you guys could provide some perspective on your thoughts uh, as water may relate to the overall show itself or maybe it's a vehicle for time travel or something of that nature. Thanks. Love the show. And I hope to talk to you guys soon. Thanks. 
Alrighty, thank you very much for calling in. Uh, Stephanie, we, we mentioned that, um, but I don't think we really uh, quite understand what the connection is, but there definitely seems to be some kind of connection with pouring down rain, and specifically when certain people kind of split up into two different groups and go different ways. Right, it, it seems that way anyway. So I, I haven't found um, the purpose of the rain yet or the water <laughs> i'm sorry no i'm fine but um but it's obviously there yeah so. there, there's definitely something they're saying about the water you know with you know the entire flashback of of desmond being in the pouring rain having to do, go out in the mud and then uh of course with the water running over with mr See, now, if it would if it would have rained in all of desmond's um, flashbacks from that episode, then you could say that maybe it was because Desmond was separated yeah. from the group. But um, so, so I don't really think that that would. That I don't know what it is. Yeah, I, I wish I, I knew more. Well, the thing, loss. the thing is, is that obviously water is a theme here. It is, and you know, one of the things that I can say is, is from our Christian background, is I can say that the the water is very significant in the Christian. <laughs> background and that would mean that i have twitter up and running here somewhere hold on somewhere <laughs> somewhere we just got a tweet uh let's uh You're close that find it. sorry about that anyway um what was i saying oh christian theme water you know having a lot to do with the symbolism of of uh rebirth um you know with the whole uh issue of baptism and things of that nature and so somebody just tweeted the show uh so it was jeremy that's funny Anyway, so yeah, that, there's there's definitely that, but I think there's probably a little bit more to it than that, and I don't know that I quite have my hands on it. Yeah, I don't yet either. Um, I just pretend to know a lot about Lost. Really, I don't. That's okay. You can pretend. You do a good job. Do I do, I do a good job well, pretending? Because I really have no clue what's going on. Well, here, <laughs> the truth is, Stephanie... Um, being in the position that you and I are in, or uh, or honestly, being in the position that any of our listeners are in, even the those of us who are listening to this podcast or podcasting, even those of us who know the least uh-huh. among this community, we know so far more than a majority of all lost viewers. Right. You know right. what? Well, I, I've shared on here before that I have, um, you know, a friend of mine from from school that we keep in touch, and um, she's constantly now she does try to listen to our podcast. Finally, you know, after like the fifteenth straight call, um, on well, it would have been on Thursday morning when Lost was airing on Wednesday nights. And she'd ask me, she said, "What do you think about Lost? What do you think is going on?" And asking me all these questions, and I'm like, "Dude." You just need to go back and listen um, to do the podcast. I can't, you know, I stayed up until such and such time last night and now I cannot go over the whole episode again with you. You just have to listen. And so now um, she does try to listen, but she doesn't get a chance to all of the time. Um, She doesn't have an iPod, so she actually has to listen on the computer. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so (laughs) we were talking the other day. And she said, is it okay if I ask you a lost question? <laughs> because, That's great. Because I didn't have a chance. And then I actually had one for her, um, totally off subject for a minute. But um, she has a MySpace page. And on her page, she has 
um, a little quiz about her. Well, I've been, you know, I was her best friend all through high school and and even later on in life. Um, so I know a lot about her. So I thought, well, I'll take this quiz and see how much I know. I only missed one question. Yeah. On on this little quiz she she made up, and the question was, who's my favorite Lost character? Really, really, and I didn't know. And her favorite character is Kate. You should find out. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I didn't no, mean to cut you. Go off. ahead. What's your were, question? Were you done? I don't. What's your question? I was going to say you should find out where she got that little widget or that quiz, mm-hmm. because I think that would be interesting for us to put that quiz up. Yeah. And let our listeners see if they could see how much they know about us. Okay. I'm okay. serious. I'll, that, I'll wouldn't ask that, her. Wouldn't that be neat? Yeah, I'll ask her. Um, so anyway, go ahead. Were you finished or not? Well, no, I, I had, I asked her, I said, I have to ask you why so who, who is, is it? It's Kate. Oh, you said that. Yeah, I yeah, said that. I heard you say that. So I, I had to know. Yeah. <laughs> Listeners had to know. <laughs> I had All to right. know. So anyway, Chris was in the chat room. He says, listen, I only tell, I only know what you guys tell me. So, uh, Chris is very dependent upon you, Stephanie, to know things. I only know what you guys tell me. So. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, you know what? Here's the cool thing: we're all in this boat together. We're that's exactly we're all on this plane together, and you know that's right. And we're all crashing here. We're all crashing. <laughs> At least all right. We're together. We're all together. We're all going to survive this island. Okay, so let's go on to the next caller here. This one happened after the episode. Hi, this is Doug in Atlanta calling for the Weekly Lost Podcast. Um, much has been talked about uh, regarding uh, Charlotte's full name, Charlotte Staples Lewis, uh, the connection to C.S. Lewis, and wondering if there's a, a Narnia connection. Here is possibly one thing that it could be. Just finished reading Prince Caspian to my kids in uh, anticipation of uh, us going to the movie, and without giving away anything that I can avoid giving away, uh, at one point in the story... There are people that are given the opportunity to return to Earth, as we know it, uh, to an island in the South Seas that has not yet been discovered by, uh, by the rest of the world. That just sounds very interesting. Just thought I would bring that up. Thank you very much. All right, Doug from Atlanta. Thank you for calling that in. Very cool. It is very cool, which reminds me, I need to get out Prince Caspian. Caspian, we do. Fire up the candle, bring the kids out, and start reading that book. I know. I need to find it. I can't believe we let that one book just shut us down. Yeah, the horse and the boy. But, you know, really, I can believe it because you're such a... Yeah. You know, follow the rules kind of guy. I am. It's like, man, I can't. If we can't, couldn't get through that one book, you're like, why well, move on? I even tried the audio version of you it. Did. And the, the, just... the person put me to sleep. So, someone's asking candles. Um, when we are reading, we read um, the first two books. Um, the Magician's Nephew. The and Magician's the... Nephew and The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe yep. with our kids. Well, we read them to them and we would turn out all the lights and light candles and have a reading light to read the book with and they sit enthralled yeah, in so, the story. So it's com- it's almost completely dark and the only light really in the room is um, the, the light of the candle. And it really, I believe it helps their imagination. I do, yeah. And it helps them to stay focused and keeps them from being distracted about the surroundings in the room. It's a, it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. It really is a lot of fun. So, Yes, candles are really cool. Candles are cool. Yeah. All right. You know what? What? We got to hurry this up. We lose an hour tonight. Do we really? We do. Time changes. Wow. Good thing (gasps) we don't have anywhere to be tomorrow. Dude, check that out. Time is changing. (laughs) Cha-cha-cha-ching. Anyway, I won't do that. All right. So did I just play somebody from the the 7th? Doug from Atlanta. Yeah, Doug from Atlanta. So let's move on to our next caller. Hi, Cliff and Stephanie. This is Wayne. Sounds like Wayne. From the Wayne Take on Lost 
podcast. Uh, oh wait, did I? Did you know this? Wayne what? started his own podcast about Lost. No, I didn't know that. Yes, Wayne takes on Lost. Nifty. And so uh, he he emailed me. He says, you know, hey, I heard. Well, maybe I'll listen to his show, and he can tell me about Lost. There you go. See, so I can't Check listen to that my out. own. <laughs> It's not like there's not 50 other shows that you can find about Lost. Well, I listened to, I did listen to a couple. I just, you just, I know, you're, fall off. You know, I would have to, to listen to podcasts, I may actually have to sync my iPod. (laughs) Your iPhone, you mean? My iPhone, well, it's on my iPhone. Yes, you're right. It's all there together. Yes, this is true. Okay, so let's finish up here. Wayne, what'd you have to say? Recently syndicated into the Lost Podcasting Network, so I'm totally geeked up. I thank uh, Cliff and Ryan for their help with that. But the reason that I'm calling is uh, last night's episode, uh, The Other Woman. And we were kind of sure that it was going to be about, pardon the police zipping by me. (laughs) Uh, We were pretty sure that The Other Woman was going to be about uh, Juliet being the other woman. I thought, you you know, she's kind of the other woman for Jack as far as in how he relates to Kate. However, though, <laughs> we find it has more to do with uh, Goodwin and all of that torrid stuff the others are doing. But also, it's kind of interesting to look at the title, The Other Woman, as in your baby must not be raised by an other. And we've got the others. And it is just very cool. And I agree with you, Clip. It's hilarious at the end with Ben carrying his little oh, yeah. pile of clothes, heading off into his abode and uh, telling Sawyer and Hurley, eh, see you guys at dinner. Yeah. Great way to end. I can't wait to see how the next episode starts. That, Talk to you later. You know, Bye. that that really was the icing on the top of the cake for that. Just to see him walk out there, Sawyer looking, what are you doing? At? Hey, guys, see you <laughs> dinner. That was just so awesome. I loved it. It was beautiful. Okay. All right. Almost as good as that Doctor Who finale for season three we just watched. Right. Almost as good. Almost. Boy, that good. rocked. I cried twice or three you times. Suck. I didn't I cry said, at all. I, I cried three <laughs> times. The se- I did that this first time as well, and I knew it was going to happen, and I still cried at the end of Doctor Who season three. Anyway, we're going to be podcasting about that. Uh, what is it? Tomorrow night? Monday night. Monday night, 10 p.m. Yes, that's it. Yes, it is. All right. So anyway, um, it's gonna be hard to remember all three of those episodes by Monday tomorrow. Well, know, we'll look up Wikipedia on that and get some help. Okay. All right. So anyway, moving on to our next caller. Hey, this is uh, Johnson from Seattle. Uh, I just new had caller. a couple things that I was looking at when I was looking at the new episode of Lost. Uh, when I first looked at the episode and I saw the chemical burn, I was thinking, oh, he must have a job up there, but uh, I later realized that uh, he probably didn't have the job up there, but he was actually just messing around up there because he was trying to keep it a secret, Uh, so that was just an interesting insight, and the other thing I wanted to bring up was when Juliet first got the house, uh, it was just kind of like, oh, it's going to be a short time, and then it went and flashed on to normal time on the island. And she was setting up the tent there. It was just kind of showing the fact that, like, she was just prepared uh, for anything that might come. Because she never knows how long she's going to be staying somewhere. Just because she thinks she's going to be there for six months, you know. Anyways, stay lost. Hey, well, thank you very much for calling in. I do believe that was Johnson's first time, right? I, I don't think I've heard that name before, but say so. Thank you for calling in. Thank you for your insights into the show. And we're moving on to a private caller. 
Hey guys, this is Rachel. Um, oh, it's Rachel. Right in, and since two talent is podcast, she's blocking her caller ID. Lost show. And uh, first of all, Harper is her first name, and her last name, I believe, she said is Stanholm, something like that. Um, she says it very, very fast when she introduces herself to Juliet. And now, as far as how she got out there in the jungle, my husband looked at me and said, "Oh, it's a smoke monster." I'm like, oh, that's quite possible. That. Uh, the island is trying to protect itself, possibly, or something like that. Now, my thought, actually, I was thinking about it, is that possibly uh, Harper is able to bilocate. So she is actually with the others, bilocated and talked to Ben, and then bilocated out to the jungle. And perhaps she was the one who was trying to help Walt learn how to do it. She's perfected it so she doesn't speak backwards, <laughs> but she's all wet. So that could still have something to do with was it. Was she all wet? She was. So, uh, oh, yeah, and then also about Claire. Uh, questioning Locke. Um, I think that was just to prove the point that people are starting to question him because then when he was talking to Ben about it, he's like, oh, and then people start to question your decisions. It's like, okay, Claire is questioning my decisions. I'm like, wow, we got a revolution coming. So those are my thoughts. See you guys later. Bye. Rachel, thank you so much for calling in. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm ignoring the chat room at this time. Well, <laughs> you're funny. Um, no, I'm. I'm. Anyway, um, <laughs> go ahead. You she ha- was soaking wet, but it was raining this time. Oh, okay. Well, also, was it raining? I don't. It wasn't. It we wasn't raining when Walt by Walt quote unquote supposedly bilocated. However, I do. I do. But like, I like the idea of bilocating. I think I said I that lo- on Thursday night because. She was just there and she was gone. No trees rustled. No, I I mean, even if she was, you know, speedy, she couldn't have been gone. And Right. Now, they're saying that uh, somebody in the chat room, Michael, says that uh, it was raining when Shannon died. So, uh, and, and perhaps that's why Walt was dripping wet. But okay. I, I seem to remember well, it being odd remember... that he was dripping wet. Well, he was dripping wet in a way... It was different from the rain. Yeah. Does that make sense? Well, the only thing is, is that I, so, I will buy by location, uh, five, you know, eight days out of the week before I would bring up the whole Smokey the monster appearing as mm-hmm. manifesting into mm-hmm. these humanly forms. I, I just, I just. Yeah, but I think I read in the chat room on Thursday night that um, Damon Carlton said that the Smokey can. Yeah, but I don't believe those guys ever since they tried to throw me off their the scent of their trail for the Thomas theory, You're which is going true. to come you don't back. Believe them. Those guys cannot be trusted. I okay. mean, anybody that podcasts without pants on cannot be. Wait a second. Never mind. For, forget that. I mean, <laughs> anyway. So uh, <laughs> I, I really like the bilocating. I, I really like the idea of Harper being able to bilocate. And Rachel said that maybe she had perfected it in such a way that she doesn't speak backwards. Right. Absolutely. And and, so. and I think that makes perfect sense. I really do. So, uh, Rachel, good call on that one. Hi, Cliff and Stephanie. This is Rick from Wisconsin calling for the Lost uh, podcast. <clears throat> Regarding the discussion between who is the bad one, Ben or oh, Mr. This is, Woodmore. I haven't heard this, but this is a good uh, question. And thinking about the loose ends, you know, some things we have not seen yet this season. At the conclusion of last season, uh, Ben told Richard Alpert to take everyone to the temple. And I'm wondering if uh, the 
two Freighties were telling the truth about Ben was going to guess the island, if in the temple there are gas masks for Ben's people and Ben was intending to wipe out everyone else on the island and he's playing the total liar, or if he was trying to save his people in case they contacted the freighter and he has an idea what the plan is. But maybe we'll have to wait until next week's episode when Michael shows up and find out. Thanks. Alrighty, thank you for that. Um, who is the good one? That is a good question. We're going to talk about that in a little bit during our show. What did you want to say, Stephanie? Um, yeah, I, I'm sorry. Someone in the chat room asked about the Thomas theory. Yes, which you know, obviously, if they don't know, they haven't been listening to Cliff very long. Well, that's not, that's <laughs> not a fair assumption because okay, let me just say, what, epi- what episode number are we in the Weekly Lost podcast today? Like 170? Was it 174? Does anybody remember? No. Who knows? Anyway, scroll it back was, down. It was episode number 38, Stephanie. That's how long. Can you wow. believe that? The, the, the Thomas theory was episode know. 138. Some, somehow, I just think that all of those past um, episodes. Or, did I say 138? They, it was episode 38. They just came. You okay. know? I don't know how they got there. Anyway, that guy right there. Yes. In the middle, underneath the picture of Thomas. Who is that supposed to be? Mr. Squirrely or Mr. Squinty. Okay, Mr. That's all, Squinty. We don't know his name, but he's Mr. Squinty. But we saw him when? Uh, the other 48 days, and we also saw him in uh, Live Is Together. He another? D- Live Together, Die Alone. He's another. No, no. he was. He Wait, looks yes, like he, another he is there. another. He is another. He looks like the pilot of the helicopter. No, it's. From here. Com- yeah. He's, from my angle, from yeah, my view. Completely different guy. No, it still looks like him, but yeah, anyway. Completely different guy. Sorry. Sorry for that tangent, guys. No problem. But anyway, I did go ahead and post a a link to the people in the chat room uh, for the Thomas theory. And in fact, give me one second here. Let me see if I can pull that up and see. Oh, wow. Right click. Gosh, that was a long time ago. I did things so much differently back then. Listen to this. Blast from the past right here before your eyes. Hi, my name's Mark Hunter from the Tartan Podcast, recorded in Scotland. Scotland. Right now you're listening to the weekly Lost edition of the Generally Speaking Podcast Network. Welcome to the weekly Lost edition of the Generally Speaking Podcast Network. Now, here are your hosts, Stephanie and Cliff. Trip back in time. Hello and welcome to August episode number 38 of the Generally Speaking Weekly Lost Podcast. My name is Podcast. Cliff Ravenscraft. Podcast. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. All right, that's and we're I don't here this hear week myself. to talk you know about that. season one. Hold on. Second Dream. And she dreams that... Okay, well, give me one second because I want to get it to the end. I want to just play a little bit of the Thomas Theory because the Thomas Theory is good stuff. I had some great stuff to back that up. And I'm telling you, they they heard it. And they changed things. They changed things. And, and you know what? They did not. The, here's the thing. Get this. They did not change things in the show. They only did things to change it. They only did things to change it in special uh, features in the DVD sets. Uh-huh. Yeah. See? Okay. So uh, that's what I'm saying. I think they are just totally trying to throw us off the scent. But let me see if I can just play a little bit of this because this is really good stuff. Let's see here. There is a lot more. Uh, I just want to mention that MySpace, we do have what I did is I sent an email to the soap. Uh, Yosh, the man, oh, oh, first, second. Not and in the grocery store. Our first. Second. What's that offspring song? Oh, yeah. You got 
I don't have anything else for this evening. Do you? Who had? I mean, from the very get go, immediately. You know what? I don't have it there. I thought it was at the end of that episode. So it was an episode. I, I, it, obviously, I thought you dedicated your own special episode that's to what that I, because I, it was like an hour long. It was. It was like a, a 35 or 45 minute episode. So that was. Which the, in Cliff time is an hour. Yeah, no doubt. So <laughs> never, like, never take Cliff's time estimations. So it was August. So it was states. August. Here, here's the deal. The, the tr- the, what happened was is that was the first time I ever talked about the, the uh, what did I call it? The Thomas Theory. And but I did do an entire episode. I thought. Okay. Well, you'll find it and you'll post yeah, it in the well, show notes. Thank you, Stephanie. You saved me from going on and on and on about something that is is way back in history. Okay, but really, it's gonna come back one day. It is gonna come back. Moving right along. Okay. Let's go. I got I'll it. Moving right along. Did I play all this? Let's I see. don't know. Did I play this? Hi, Cliff and Stephanie. This is Rick from Wisconsin. Yeah, we played Rick. Okay, so thanks, Rick, for calling in and leading me down that wild town ta- tangent thingy. Okay, <laughs> they say I love Kermit. Yeah, is it you love Kermit or you just love that it moves Cliff right on along? That's what it really is. All right, so let's go to our show notes, folks. Um, these show notes are uh, in order in the uh, direction that I want to go over them. So. <laughs> What? I love that. You just, anyway. I just say things. Sometimes I just like to talk because I like to hear myself so talk. It was so funny the other day or earlier today. Um, I guess I had gotten kind of um, short tempered with McKenna. And so Cliff came upstairs and he's like, I can't work when you're up here screaming. I can't think. I can't do this. I can't do that. And and, um, and then I got short tempered with Cliff, which was really fun. <laughs> anyway, so he comes back downstairs and um, and my sister, who witnessed the whole thing, says, oh, he was podcasting down there. And Megan says, that's what he does. He just likes to hear himself talk. <laughs> it was great. And then she came up later on in the day and, um, oh, I had fixed lunch. And we had told Cliff that lunch was ready and uh, he didn't come and or we I sent her to tell him that it was almost ready and he didn't come and then I sent her back to tell him that it was ready and he didn't come and then I sent her to tell that I was cleaning up and he still didn't come and I said well what's he doing down there she's like he he's he's working on that video that he made of the snow you know he just likes to listen to himself talk (laughs) (laughs) and then Matt says and he likes to watch himself too It's great. So that, that's our children's <laughs> idea of what you do all day long. Oh, it's great. so funny. Oh, man. Out of the mouths of children, you know? All right. So let's <laughs> move. Hold on. Where's that button again? Moving right along. Okay. Thank you, Kermit. Okay. So here are my notes. First thing here is number one, I have said from the beginning, from the beginning, that Cindy... The flight attendant mm-hmm. and her good friend Libby, both of them, are others. Mm-hmm. Okay? And I, I still believe this. I have no doubt in my mind that both Cindy and Libby were others, and that Cindy still is, obviously. God rest Libby's souls. Soul. Not souls. That, not that she had two, just one. Okay. okay. So anyway, uh, here is a little bit from this. I'll tell you what, Stephanie, you play Juliet, I'll play Ben. Okay. We're going to read from the script from this episode. Okay. Go ahead. No, it's fine. I I hope you like dinner rolls. I do indeed. 
I want to thank you for how wonderful you've been with Zach and Emma. They're really sweet kids. Ben, they've been asking about their mother in Los Angeles. I'm really not sure what to say. They'll stop asking in time. They're children. Do they really belong here? They're on the list, Juliet. Who are we to question who's on the list and who's not? Now that we have everyone on the list from the tail section, what about Goodwin? He's been undercover for three weeks. He's making a case for this woman, Anna Lucia, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so two things in this, okay? Number one, in this conversation, Ben says they're, they're not on the list. And Juliet says... He, ben or, says they're on the list. Oh, they're on the list. Juliet says, now that we have how many people off the list? Everyone. Everyone at this point in this episode. So at this point in the conversation, Goodwin is still alive and with the tail section survivors. Okay. Mm-hmm. At this point, Cindy is still with that tail section of survivors. And uh, so she is obviously, what do we can what can we conclude there she wasn't on the list. she was not on the list okay now notice that up up to this point in this in this episode showing everything in this flashback at this point notice that who has been taking care of the children juliet exactly not cindy however later in uh season three when jack was in the cage uh there's a little field trip you know, they go to the, <laughs> zoo. Go to the zoo, <laughs> they go to the zoo and who's caring for the children, Cindy. Exactly. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Cindy, <laughs> she's not on the list. She's not on the list. Right. They have everybody from the list. Okay. She, I, I, I played this long time ago. All the things that just completely just say she's another, she's another, she's another. She just disappears. She's not abducted. She di- just disappears. That's because she disappears conveniently to go back to the other's camp. And she's, she's got work to do. She's got to take care of the kids. That's That was her responsibility. And that's what she's doing. And when she has a conversation with Jack, she even says, you know, it, it, it's like, you know, I can't remember what she said, but it was, it was she said something to Jack, such as, you know, you, you just don't understand how it all works right now and stuff like that. It, 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 she mm-hmm. she knew. She, was, she works for the Hanso Foundation, who is behind... Oceanic Airlines, which we're going to talk a little bit more about that in a little bit. So let's move on to the next topic here. Okay. The whispers. The whispers. Okay. I read in the forums that there was one person uh, who said that Juliet did not seem confused or afraid when she heard the whispers and that she actually kind of just associated the whispers with Jacob. Now, I, I don't even recall. I didn't go back and watch this a second time, unfortunately. Okay. But do you recall which was she? I I don't remember her being kind of flipped out like some of the other people. Like, oh, what's that? You know, looking left and right. She didn't seem to be weirded out by it, did she? Not not weirded out, so to speak. But she did kind of look left and right. I mean, she was looking around. Okay. She had her torch, and I kept saying she was going to catch something on fire. Okay. Or the rain was going to put it out. I need. I want your help here. Oh, sorry, you were going to say something. Well, I'm confused because my notes say that Juliet associated them with Ben, and you said Jacob. So do you, do I meant you read to say something? Ben. And, oh, okay. I meant to say Ben. 
I was confused. She, she, so I, I don't know where that was coming from. So but Ben it, is like the Wizard of Oz hiding behind the curtain and he can talk into Well, I think the that there are some specific things and we're going to get in here to see what Jenny Lou said because Jenny okay. Lou is pretty un, uh, insightful. She is from the Fuselage and will you read what she wrote? Sure. Okay, well, I hate to say she is smoky because people are always so quick to label certain appearance appearances as smoky and i don't know how many times that is actually the case however however the whispers are heard harper appears harper essentially disappears as the whispers are heard again weird um it was very bizarre it reminds me of the time cindy disappeared as the tailies were trekking across the island i can't quite understand what's going on with these instances Okay, and then add to that the specific dialogue, which implies that Ben is indeed the one delivering the message to Juliet via Harper, as well as Harper's comment about Ben being exactly where he wants to be. Either the orders are not from Ben, though Juliet seems to think, thinks, seems to think so, or there is definitely some sort of strange stuff happening with Ben. How would he be able to get this information out when he's prisoner in the basement of his own home? Well, he's not in the basement anymore. Well, he's not now, but he was. He was. Um, so the question is, Is can does actually, Ben well, have... While all this was happening, he was upstairs with John, right? I, Looking at the Red Sox tape. We, I, we don't if know you have to sure. think, If you have to think that all of these things are kind of going on at the same time. Right. So, so the thing is, is that um, does Ben have some kind of special powers? Well, I think that they're Abilities. showing us that this whole this whole thing revolves around Ben, whatever it is. Right. Well, does it anyway? But anyway, they're leading I, us there right now. I th- I think that the, that Ben has some kind of abilities. I believe a lot of these people have abilities. I, you you look at remember Ethan how hard it was to get to kill him. I mean, the guy had superhuman strength. Well, the gun seemed to work fine. Yeah, the gun did, but but I mean, <laughs> he had superhuman strength. You had um you had you have Richard Albert who doesn't age. You mm-hmm. have Desmond being um so close to what happened with the electromagnetism that it's causing him to jump into you know time warping back and forth and so there there are some things that this this island has as properties people are being healed things are happening and people have been studying things for quite some time on this island and i happen to think that ben has benefited from the the research that's taken place on this island and has some uh, some abilities to kind of do some things. Does that make sense? So I'm I'm just saying he's yes. he's he's acquired some abilities. Is all I'm saying. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a break for a second and yep. comment on some of the things that are happening here in in the forum. Sure, in the forum or chat room. Chat room. Sorry. Okay. Taken away from my notes from the forum. <laughs> okay. Um, if these people would stop and I could keep up with it all. <laughs> That's the way, Stephanie. Tell those community <laughs> members. Just yell at them. So anyway, um, Chris Lackey in the chat room says that that he thought that she was looking around when she heard the whispers because she knew that someone would appear. Oh, she that's good. That's good know. thought. That's a very good thought. I really like that. And um, and then he also comments, would Juliet know Ben's current situation? And he would because Saeed came back. 
from there and would Ben know no would Juliet know of Ben's current situation being prisoner oh okay. he would know that because Saeed would have shared that information when he came back theoretically okay I think we're all past the whole thing none of nobody talks to each other maybe um so anyway the, just the Juliet thing I think I, I really like the idea um, you like the idea that she didn't that seem she yeah she wasn't surprised but she knew that someone was coming she just didn't know where what I like where that. they were coming from she was kind of used to this me- method I really of like communication that, Chris. Thank you. and and also thank you to guest number 11 who also said uh that that she didn't seem to be surprised to she see didn't. her and so. um can you post the the link for the notes in there again absolutely i will post the link to the notes by doing a copy and paste right on into the chat room. There you go. Okay, so next up, um, we have The Tempest, which I didn't really get. I didn't find a whole lot. The only thing I wish I had on here was a, a, a guy by the name of Chef Mark because I'm sure that Chef Mark <laughs> would just have so many things to say about The Tempest because yes, if I'm not would. mistaken, didn't Shakespeare write a play called The Tempest or something? I'm sure it has something to do with everything. It's the one thing I did not do. It, I, I feel like an idiot for not doing it. Forgive me, folks. Feel free to call in. You know, Have 15 or 20 of you call in. We'll play a couple of those comments next week. You tell us what The Tempest is all about and how it probably fits into Lost. And the phone number is area code 859-795-4067. That's again, 859-795-4067. Okay, so the only thing I have on the Tempest is uh, there was somebody by the name of Putin Tame on the fuselage, and he and listen to this. He said that the purge could have been self defense, and I'm talking about the he's talking right. about the purge where Ben killed everybody. Yeah, listen to this. He wrote if if the Dharma Initiative had planned to use the Tempest as their final solution to their problem with the hostiles then the purge could be looked upon as a preemptive strike. Wouldn't this make Ben a hero? Think about that. Yeah. Ben Ben has said from day one he is a good guy. They're the good people. And, and, you know, I have to believe, I have to believe with as much as they have tried to get us to hate the others and to hate Ben, I really do believe that at the end of this show, they're going to try to do something to twist this all around to make us think that Ben really is the good guy. Well, haven't they? They've even said that, or Michael Emerson has said that in in interviews that that Ben is not, you know, necessarily the bad guy that they've made him out to be so far. Right. So anyway, and Chris says in the chat room, I still believe that we will end up rooting for Ben in the end. So, uh, I, you know, I see that. I see that coming. I do. I, I, I really do see that coming. Now, um, on to a few screen captures here. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to post these in our show notes tonight. Uh, or Actually, I will. I'll try to remember to post these. Um, I was going to go to bed by midnight tonight, and I just don't see it happening. Anyway. No, because you okay. figure... I know. It's it's midnight now. Is it midnight now? If you bump up the time before you go to bed. <sighs> okay. So anyway, <laughs> th- let's let's talk about these screen captures. Um I did not find these. I found these over at I think lost.cubit.net or losteastereggs.blogspot.com or I may have even just found them in the fuselage. I can't remember. I didn't write down my source on these. But anyway, there was inside the tempest. They did a they did one of these close-up shots of of one of the uh electrical boxes 
on the wall inside the inside this um what do they call the one of the stations mm-hmm. and it, it's got some buttons on there and it's got a handle on it and it, on it it has a label and it says box maker it says say box maker does that make any sense at all to me absolutely not i mean how do you have an electrical box with buttons on it and the label is box maker now, the only thing is, is I can tell you that in the forums, people were going crazy with their theories and thoughts about, you know, how this might possibly be relevant. I do believe that this was something that is planted there for us. And we know that Locke was the regional sales director, regional sales direct, director, easy for me to say. Uh, he was of a box company. Okay. Now, Michael is in the chat room. He's requesting the talk. So let's see what Michael wants to bring here. Just one second, and we will bring you on board. Uh, we had to uh, hit a little button here. So, in three, two, one. Michael, you're online. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I have a theory about why it's called Box Maker. Go ahead. And it's not that big of a theory. I just think that it's supposed to say box master, like it's a master control box, and it's just a typo. You think so? Yeah. I I I'm I will I will give you that, and that is definitely a very valid theory. And um, I won't argue against it because I have absolutely no clue myself. It's a big typo, though. It's a pretty big typo. Um, it would be a very big tech. I, I believe, I mean, it, it's just so clear box maker and with the reference of Ben talking about the box, you know, and then of course he even says, you know, it's, it, it's not a literal box or I don't know if he said that, but maybe I think it was, uh, uh Damon and Carlton who we know not to trust in, in my own personal opinion. They said it's not necessarily that there's a whole box, but the whole Island is a box. And does this have is this some kind of reference to the fact that this panel has the ability to make this island that box that can make anything appear, which seems to that this island has some abilities to do some crazy darn stuff. And island has some really cool. But I don't think I I just, you know, I don't know exactly what it was, although in another in another portion of an episode recently, we saw Widmore. Um, having some thug, you know, beat up, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a security camera, and you notice it's in a it is it's in a warehouse, and there are boxes all over the place. Is does that mean anything? I doubt it. Uh, but there's a screen capture of showing the security uh, surveillance camera, and there's lots of boxes. I don't it's think because it, I didn't notice that when we were watching it. I just thought they were outside. That's what I thought too. Isn't that funny? <laughs> that's really. I funny. was right there with you. So, uh, however, the next screen capture, Stephanie, I think is an Easter egg that beats all Easter eggs. Folks in the chat room, you definitely have to pull up the the show notes and you have to look at this screen capture. That's a cool piece of art in the middle of that. Oh, yeah. The the big thing there. Yeah, that's neat. Um, (laughs) You can tell I'm totally disinterested because I want to tell you this. Listen to this. Harper's certificate of recognition on the wall. There are three certificates up on the wall uh, on, on top of her desk. Look at the one to the right. It says, and you can blow this. You can, folks in the, oh, you know what? I actually kind of locked it in there. But when you blow this up in high definition, it is clear as day. It says certificate for 
I'm sorry. It says um, certificate certificate of recognition, and it's a certificate for experimental social psychology. However, I want you to look at the the logo mm-hmm. at the bottom left hand corner. Yeah, I see it. She got her certificate of recognition from the Hanso Foundation. So, what does that mean? Well, we know that Ben cannot be trusted, right? And we don't know for a fact that all Dharma people were killed. We don't right. know this for a fact. We only take uh, so and and so Jacob Shack in the chat room saying, "Does this mean that Harper was Dharma?" I believe so, and I believe that there are probably quite a few other people from Dharma and or from the Hanso Foundation who obviously we learned from the orientation film had a lot to do with um, the the found the funding of the um, Dharma initiative. Not only that, but we also know that that Widmore has to be connected to this all this stuff somehow, whether he's directly involved with Hanso Foundation or if he's maybe some kind of arch enemy of the Hanso Foundation. However, not only that, but Oceanic Airlines, there's just something creepy that says they are owned by the Hanso Foundation. And in essence, what I have to say is that with Cindy being a flight attendant on this plane that happens to show up on this island, that you know, with the with with how everything runs and works in this show, it, it it's just all coming together. The the pieces of the puzzle are starting to be put into place. Now, what did Chris say in the chat room, Stephanie? Because I see somebody said, "Good call, Chris." Um. Okay, that goes back to the I was one of the smart ones comment by Ben when he shot Locke. Oh, okay. That one? Right, so he says, I was one of the smart ones. So does that mean one of, meaning that there were more? Is that what he's saying? I Yeah, I, okay. I don't know. Okay. I wasn't following the chat room. Gotcha. And somebody else in the chat room is saying, I don't believe it was a security camera. And you know what? You're, you're more, you're, you're absolutely right. Somebody was holding that camera. So good call on that. Thank you for pointing out my inaccuracy because sometimes I just make things up as I go. Anyway, no, seriously, I just, I had, I just assumed that it was a security camera. All right. So the other thing is that we got a couple emails in from some folks and Juliet was in Harper's office and this is from the transcript of the show and it says, uh, Harper says, so Juliet, what do you think of Ben? And Juliet says, Stephanie? Oh, I got to go back there. Oh, never mind. No, wait. Oh, what? Are you going to read it? I'm going to try to find it. Okay. Okay. So Julio, um, he's great. Uh, very smart and intense. Challenging. He's been really good to me. And Harper says, of course he has. You look just like her. Her. Who is her? Who is her? I want to know who her is. We want to know who her is. Her who is. Her is. <laughs> Who her is. <laughs> the world wants to know. Now, I don't know how we missed that in the episode. I recall hearing that phrase, but not having it impact me in any way. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm with you. I don't think that I. Um, I mean, I heard it, but I just kind of passed over. I was still waiting. I was just waiting for that one great moment to pull out of this episode. Right. That I never found. So 
Anyway, we now we have another question. Who is the her? Who was the her? And the question I have, real quick, can I ask you this? Do you think that because Juliet had an affair, had an affair with Goodwin, being that he was a married man, do you think maybe this is the reason for the animosity between Colleen and um, Colleen and uh, Juliet? Remember in early on and you know the, when they were held hostage in season three, mm-hmm. um, there was the whole situation between Ben and Juliet, and she's like, mm-hmm. you know, almost got into a little cat fight there. Mm-hmm. I wonder it's, if it's because she was a married woman to a guy on the island. If she, maybe she wasn't very close friends, Colleen and. And uh, Harper, Harper were very close friends. That could be. I mean, I think at the time when they showed that, I just thought the more we learned about Juliet was because she was an outsider. But knowing that she was an outsider, meaning that had just been recently brought into the island. Right. Um, so knowing that, that she was an outsider and then having an affair with a married man from the island, I think would make sense to the to the animosity. Right. Now, Chris Lackey in the chat room says, I was thinking the her might be a reference to his mother, but I can't remember what she looked like. That's a good theory. In fact, well, Google Michael Emerson's wife because that's what she looked like. All right. Well, let's do that. Um, Michael uh, Emerson. Emerson. Well, somebody wife. put a link here. Hold on. Oh, well, look at those awesome people. All right. So... Uh, we will pull up the link, and it says your search, Ben's mom. Yep. Nothing. Didn't match. All right, so go back. I'd- oh, wait. You know what? That's because they put something in there. Oh. Erase the uh, erase the stuff before the, the HTTP. Okay, so here when- we go. We're almost there, and... Ben's mom looks a lot like, like Juliet. Juliet. There we so we now know who the who is. So uh, thank you, Chris Lackey, and thank you, Jacob Shack in the or yeah, that's Emily, right? Is, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So Juliet looks just like his mom. So in the in the fuselage, I saw somebody said, "Is Ben the forty year old virgin?" <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, you were pro- you are mine. You were promised to me. Anyway, so let's see. Oh, they said maybe he's saying the forty-two-year-old version because it was forty-two. I don't. What was forty-two? I don't know. I'm don't lost. Know. <laughs> let's move right along because we're going down a Which rabbit is, hole. Is the the farther into this show we get, yeah. instead of saying stay lost, we should say just I'm lost. Ah, four, eight, fifteen, sixteen, twenty-three, forty-two. <laughs> Maybe maybe those numbers are important, significant numbers as in the in, or important in, birthdays or ages in, in the life, life of Ben. Hmm. hmm. Cool. Anyway. All right. Ben is not bound by time. This is from J.S. Rock, Rockford in a forum. He says, there are a few things that happened in last night's episode that inferred something new about Ben's abilities. First... He somehow contacted Harper from his prison and sent her to give a message to Juliet and knew where Juliet would be at the time. Second, he sent Goodwin to the tailees knowing that the end result would be his death. And third, he staged the two items about Widmore in his safe specifically to show Locke. Ben knew the future somehow. I don't think it was an accident that the tape and the dossier on 
Widmore were were in his safe. He prepped it for that moment. Why else would they be the only two items in his safe? Very good point. Also, the storyline storyline implied that Goodwin was had been or let's see, implied that the storyline implied that he had Goodwin killed on purpose. Right. How could you not know that I would do that? Mm-hmm. It was kind of the Uriah situation, which we talked about. Is it like a reference to King David in a way? Although not closely connected because it was a whole different situation. But still, sending him out to the front lines of the battle. In, in definitely. Okay. So, we know how he died. Okay. So, we know how he died in a fight with Anna Lucia. Ben could have planned that. Ben couldn't have planned that, yet he knew it would happen. He could have planned it. He could have planned it. He could have planned it. He could have been um, instrumental in um, having Goodwin outed as the as another. He could have, but honestly, I, I I'm I'm here with J S Rockford, believing that Ben knew the future. I mean, I I I, I think that. The knowing. Oh yeah, I'm not saying that I don't agree with that. I think that Ben knows the future. Yes, I believe he is not bound by time. I believe that he's not bound by time. I believe he has the ability to control whatever it is, Damon or Damon, uh, whatever it is that Desmond <laughs> is playing around with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but Desmond didn't ask for it. It just kind of happened to him. Exactly, but I'm just saying. I believe Ben has the ability to control it. I, I really okay. do. Among other uh, psychic properties. I don't know. The island? Juliet? Mm, Maybe. (laughs) Anyway, uh, let's see here. Right here where we want to be. Mm -hmm. Just two things here. Uh, Chris Lackey said it would explain his hidden room, which I think so. I I think it does explain that. So I do believe that Ben can travel time. Somebody else, I think it was, did you say Scott Sheriff from the Stephen Curtis Chapman Band uh, had emailed and said something about a theory regarding Ben having an evil twin or a bad twin? No, he was using, um, he he was trying to make a connection between the book, The Evil Twin, that we saw. Or Bad Twin. Or The Bad Twin, um, that we saw last season and, and Ben. Right. But it wasn't he's implying that perhaps implying Ben that has a, a bad twin and that maybe what we saw with Saeed maybe was not Ben, but instead was was a bad twin. Well, um, a twin meaning a clone. Yes. A clone. Hmm. Do you never pay attention to me? Wow. Yeah. Okay. I, I said that. I've never read that book. I have no idea what it's about. Yeah, I don't about. know anything I'd about it to, either. You know, read up on that. But anyway, um, so w- what Scott was saying was that um, that Ben had these these clones made of not only of himself but of his people, and so maybe that's why we have seen um, Patchy so many times. Which I really hate calling him that. What's his name? Mikhail. Um, th- that's why we've seen Mikhail so many times is because we're not seeing him. He is not defying death, but there are so many clones of him. That's so, that's interesting. That's what he was saying. Interesting theory. Very cool, my friend. All right. So right. You're welcome, thank- Scott, for bringing that in because Cliff was paying me no mind earlier when I was talking about it. <laughs> I'm sorry, baby. So right here where we where we want to be, there are two things that this came up twice. Miles, I think it was last uh-huh. episode, said he's right where he he's wants right. To be. Listen, I'm right where I want to be. And Harper said that Ben's right where he wants to be. Mm-hmm. 
Now, does this mean that these two are connected in some way, that this whole $3.2 million thing was was this, or was it billion? I can't remember. Million. But was it million? I think so. Okay. What, was this all a ruse? Is, is, is Miles the guy on the boat? You know? Is Miles the guy on the boat? That could be, right? Think about With it. With time, yeah. Yeah. Miles is the guy on the Which boat. Which would be really cool because... To us, Miles is still in the shack with a grenade in his mouth. Is he? Maybe. I don't remember. Isn't he? I don't. I am so lost. Isn't that the in, last time we saw Miles? I don't remember. That is his name, right? Yeah, Miles is his name. I, I do know his name. Right? Yeah, he's the Ghostbuster. So. So, anyway. Interesting stuff. And then, of course, uh, one. Do you notice I'm saying so more often? No. Um, because I'm trying to find words to replace my ums and ahs. So oh, don't you, do you may that. hear me say, I, I'm not doing it intentionally, but I do notice them more often now. Eh. So anyway. It's not a big deal, baby. I so, was just listening to myself noticing that I'm saying so a lot. <laughs> you know, that's what, just what happened. It's just natural in communication. You, you just, you pick up words and you say them over and over again. I actually say actually a lot. and I say absolutely a lot. I say absolutely a lot. And what are some other, anyway, we, we say lots of things a lot. Anyway, Hurley has abilities like Walt's, Walt's knife throwing abilities. This is something, now, I, am I wrong or did they play ping pong at one point on this island? I'm pretty sure they played ping pong. Didn't they? That's what I'm thinking. I'm, I'm almost or positive. Or he played in... He, I, no, I think they played ping pong on the island. Yes, okay, they did. They did. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, because he beat... he beat um, What's his name? Sawyer. Okay. So Sawyer... At cards. He's beat Sawyer at, at, at cards at wrestling because he sat on it which was really cool well, well let's just stick to the to um, some of the things of chance the okay. games of chance cards ping pong and horseshoes exactly now he and and sawyer pretty much felt pretty confident that there's just nobody that was ever going to beat him in all three of those games <laughs> are you following me mm-hmm. okay um now the thing is is that um what is that last r's in uh, the chat room they said that hurley lost um lost to walt in backgammon but i believe uh that could be due to the fact that walt had abilities way beyond hurley's but i'm thinking hurley is special hurley is special why i mean special special you know special (laughs) like a categorized special well no yes he's special (laughs) in in a way that that he has you know he has some kind of gift that just makes him you know that gives him the ability to do things maybe it wasn't just random luck or bad luck or whatever that he won those numbers or that he picked those numbers and that 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 those were brought into his life to bring him to the island so that he could become all that he was supposed to be giving his abilities and so he comes to the island and he beats Sawyer in cards he comes to the island and he beats Sawyer in ping pong. He comes to the island and he can throw a perfect horseshoe. Well, and, and some of the things that are going on in here is he won the lottery. That That's a game of chance. Yeah. Well, you know, if you call gambling a game. And um, he beat Jack at horse. Yes, he did. In the flash forward. Yep. So. 
Oh, and look at that. Neon Girl 87 says Hurley never missed a shot at basketball. He didn't. Wow. And we, we I don't how think Hurley's I, golf game. I, I don't, don't remember. I don't think we remember how Hurley's game. Uh, did we know how this we're on to something here? That was really cool. How awesome is that to be here for those of you live? I mean, this is just like breaking ground right here. Hurley is special. That, I, I think I'm going to name this episode. Hurley is special. Hurley is special. All right. I've always had a special place in my heart for Hurley. Very cool. All right, folks, that wraps up our review, all the notes that I have this week for the Weekly Lost Podcast. However, I do want to take just a minute, just a minute to say if you are not a GSPN.TV <laughs> Plus member, would you please consider that? Um, just real quickly, br- briefly as possible, I'm going to let you know that Stephanie and I, for the last two years of podcasting, have uh, been going based upon the- this podcasting thing was a hobby. And during the two years, we had relied on podcasting paying for itself as far as the this hobby that we were doing through the generous support of a few dona- donations. And we had about somewhere between 20 to 25 people uh, over the course of two years that, that would help us pay the bandwidth costs and things of that. Uh, so anyway, we have decided since I'm, I'm into this full time now and we're producing not just the Lost Podcast, but we have about 18 other podcasts that we produce. We have decided that we're no longer doing donations and we're no longer listener supported in, in the way that we were. And instead, what we've decided to do is we've decided to go to a gspn.tv plus membership and it's $10 a month. And if this is the only podcast you listen to, it probably doesn't make sense for you to pay $10 a month. But for those of who who listen to a lot of our podcasts, if you find entertainment, encouragement, inspiration, education from the stuff that we produce here, um, we want to ask you if you'd be willing to become a gspn.tv plus member. And there are going to be many uh, benefits of membership. One of the benefits of membership uh, is that there are going to be, uh, there's going to be additional content that never existed before that is going to be available uh, to plus members only. For example, I have recently started a brand new podcast called the Almost Daily Devotional uh, that is created just for the plus members. I have just started a podcast uh, or episodes of My Crazy Life doing ep- uh, new episodes uh, such as book reviews on uh, things like pursuing your passion, learning uh, how to do what you love for a living. I, I'm reading a book called 48 Days uh, to the Work You Love, and I'm doing a book review on that and having people join us. Those episodes will eventually be for uh, Plus members only once I get the usernames and passwords kind of uh, technology worked out here in the next uh, week to 10 days. Uh, not only that, but we all, the one thing I will tell you, is that for over two years now, I have spent no less than six hours a week towards the Weekly Lost podcast. And at times, I've spent as much as 10 and a half hours uh, every week to towards the Weekly Lost podcast. And um, in essence, what we're trying to do is we're trying to find a way for us to continue to be able to provide all of this content and not be pod faders. We don't ever want to become a pod fader. And so what we're going to do is eventually some of our shows are going to have some reduced content. Uh, we're all, all of our shows will always have, um, have what we call free content. So for the Weekly Lost podcast, what this would mean is that this weekend review show is going to be free when Lost is on. 
the initial podcast, once we have everything up and running for the unique passwords and it can be all protected and everything, there's going to be a plus feed where only those who are plus members will be able to get both the weekly loss podcast on the weekend edition and also the initial reaction. So the plus members will get both the people who are subscribed to the free feed and through the Lost Podcasting Network, they will be able to get just the uh, weekly or the weekend edition. And I apologize. I'm a little distracted and making sure my wife is still breathing over there and she's having a hard time. So anyway, with that, and there's also a new show I forgot to mention and I see somebody else in the chat room talking about it. We have a new show called TV Talk with Cliff and Stephanie and TV Talk is where we do basically initial reactions to just about any television show out there and one of the things we are going to start is the Ugly Betty podcast and so that is is definitely, it's not the Ugly Betty podcast by itself, but we're going to cover Ugly Betty in the TV Talk podcast. Right. So lots of great things happening. Would you please consider going to gspn.tv slash plus and signing up today? And and that is really going to help us out. So with that, thank you for enduring that very long commercial for gspn.tv plus membership. Now, with that, Stephanie, we're done. I only okay. have one thing left, and that's our what's coming up with Lost okay. with Bonnie. I will tell you that she gave me a warning that there is some not complete spoiler things, but they said there's enough. She said there's enough in this preview that it can give us some pretty detailed information. So here is this week's coming up on Lost. This isn't what was supposed to happen. What's going to happen? You don't want to know what was supposed to happen. I know. Because you don't know what's going to happen. You know what? We'll find out. Don't you want to know? This is Lost Away Bonnie from Lost.About.com with this week's Lost Preview. The next episode is called Ji-Yeon and will be on this Thursday at 9 p.m. on ABC. ABC synopsis reads, Juliet is forced to reveal some startling news to Jin when Sun threatens to move to Locke's camp. Meanwhile, Saeed and Desmond begin to get an idea of the freighter crew's mission when they meet the ship's captain. And Bernard is back in this one. We'll also see Kimi, the guy on the freighter, and Ray, the doctor on the freighter. And we'll finally get a look at Regina, played by Zoe Bell, who we've previously only heard on the satellite phone. Juliet is going to reveal some startling news that I'm sure will shock us all. Something like, uh, if Sun doesn't get off the island in the next few days, she and your baby will die. Saeed and Desmond get to meet Captain Galt. And the promo photos show Desmond, Saeed, Dr. Ray, and Captain Galt on the freighter. Also, we'll find out the last of the Oceanic Six. As this is a Sun Jin centric episode, either both of them are members of the Oceanic Six, or maybe Sun and someone else. For more information, read my Ji Yon guide and preview and check out the photo gallery. This is Lost Away Bonnie Koval for Lost.about.com. Bonnie, thank you so much, as always, for providing that. And folks, go over and check out Lost.about.com. Bonnie does a great blog and does some wonderful things over there. And uh, just just check out her site. And uh, and she's got to think, uh, I think she's the best reference, I believe, right now for what episodes are coming up and what time they're playing. And I, I don't have it in front of me right now, but uh, just realize that the schedule is getting a little strange here. Somebody in the chat room said that their uh, DVR listing shows that Lost is on at 9 o'clock for the next two weeks. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, I've heard that, you know, there's going to be the move to 10, but maybe that's when it comes back. I don't think it moves to 10 until after it comes back. Okay, good deal. So uh, just keep an eye out on that stuff. And what, what is that, like a two-week hiatus or something? I think so. Or maybe three. I don't know. But anyway, that is all we have for this week. And so... Uh, Pretty cool episode. I, I, I mean, it was much. There was much more packed in there than I thought. Is all I can say. Absolutely. And uh, we'll be back Thursday night with our next episode, the initial reaction. And uh, until next time, stay, stay lost. Okay, one th- last thing. I did forget uh, until just now. I just looked down in here. Um, you know, podcast junkie uh, Megan, mm-hmm. she has done a wonderful review of the Weekly Lost podcast. Uh, if you just go to, I think it's podcastjunkie.com. Uh, she does a she. Uh, this girl listens to more podcasts than oh my goodness, any I other know. human being. She does. Anyway, I, I told her that I would uh, play a promo for some of her stuff that she does, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and just let this run us out of the rest of this episode. So, stay lost. Hi, this is Joe from On The Podcast. And this is Megan, your podcast junkie from podcastjunkie.com. Hey, Joe, tell me about your show. Well, I bring you one feature and one song straight from my iPod and highlighting cool stuff to listen to that I went out and found so you don't have to. What's your show about? Glad you asked. I share the best stuff on my iPod and ask my listeners the question, what are you listening to? Hey, wait, I share the best stuff on my iPod and you highlight the best stuff straight from your iPod. What's the big idea? You stole my tagline. No, I didn't. Let's take a look at your site here. I see you feature a podcaster and then a song. You didn't just take my tagline. You stole my whole show format. No, I didn't. Wasn't I on my 10th show when you started podcasting? Well, yeah, but I've been blogging about podcasting and music for the last two years before you even picked up a mic. Well, do you listen to podcasts practically every waking moment? No, I have a life. You know anything about music? No, okay, you got me there. I'm musically challenged. Well, do you know anything about audiobooks? Oh, can't wait. I see you kind of specialize in them. I see you specialize in everything from Scott Sigler to Father Roderick. Is there anything that you don't listen to? I think I've got all the genres covered. I see that we both do short format shows. Yeah, I try to keep mine between about 20 and 30 minutes. Me too. Under 20 unless I have an interview. So if you're looking for more good podcasts on every topic under the sun, check out Podcast Junkie Megan at podcastjunkie.com. And if your tastes run more towards music and audiobooks, check out Joe's show on the podcast at onthepodcast.net. There's room on your iPod for both of us. And if there isn't, get a bigger iPod. 